1: Buglers, welcome. I'm Andy Zaltzman, and here is a classic from The Bugle, originally entitled Christmas Special, imaginatively enough, from the year 2016, with me and Helen Zaltzman. Big features coming up later on in this week's world-exclusive Christmas show, Santa flaws, With hostility to the economic elite growing by the year, and amidst increasing evidence that Father Christmas gives better, more expensive presents to children with rich parents, and allegations of illegal workplace labour practices and dodgy offshoring, Is Santa PLC showing signs of strain? Also, manger danger. Why trying to give your baby the perfect Christmas-style birth is a health and safety nightmare. We give you the top tips on how to keep sheep away from the birthing area and how to stop an ox from doing an off-putting shit next to your midwife. And quiz math shocking. Does letting kids have time off school over the winter break mean they're more likely to fail mathematics exams the following summer? The Bugle investigates. Also, as always, a section of the bugle is going straight in the bin. This week, a build-your-own audio nativity scene. To get you started, here are some animal noises. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, to continue your audio nativity scene, here is the Angel Gabriel. Pops, folks, this is the big one. Now, uh, here is uh, your Mary, of course, the woman who put the Mar into Chris Mars.
2: Can everyone get out the manger, please? I want some skin-to-skin time with my babies so we can bond.
1: Just standing next to her, Joseph. Not my kid. Not my problem. And now, <laughs> the, the the three wise men. Oh, yeah, it's gold. I guess it is a bit unimaginative. Uh, what are you saying? Baby clothes or a pram would have been more use. Uh, sorry, they were clean out of Lego. That baby looks like a 25-year-old man. (laughs) (laughs) There's one for fans of... Renaissance. (laughs) The Shepherds. Come by! Come by! Eli, there's a f***ing baby in that manger! Yeah, Samuel, I told you about that. Son of God, that one. The uh, f***ing son of God. It's the one the angel told me about. Save your kid. And to complete the picture, the owner of the inn. Yeah, I've shuffled things around. You can have room eight. Hang on! Are you going to clean up that fucking mess? It looks like a crime scene. There you go. The bugle. Build your own audio nativity scene. Would it? Is it a waste of time to ask where that was set? <laughs> Christmas, Helen. I mean, it's uh, one of the most prominent times of year of the year, um, and people always talk about you know a good Christmas or a bad Christmas. Any any Christmases that really stand out for you as particularly good or bad? Best Christmas ever or worst Christmas ever? Well,
2: there was that Christmas, thinking about 1995, where you and Dad were having an argument where you posited that sport is a distillation of war. And Dad said, no, 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 maybe war is a distillation of sport. <laughs> and this is still going on.
1: Oh, right, okay. Well, I don't think humanity's ever fully, fully come to terms with that. <laughs> that philosophical debate. In terms of worst Christmas ever, there are a number of pretty impressive candidates from history. In particular, Christmas 1317. Oh, yeah. From the point of view of Duke Valdemar and Duke Eric of Sweden, uh, at the New Shopping banque- Banquet, and I've no idea if I pronounced that right, uh, King Berger of Sweden was holding his uh, Christmas celebration on the 11th of December, 1317. Uh, getting it in early at uh, New Shirping Castle in Sweden, and amongst the guests were his two brothers, Valdemar and Eric. Later that night, he kidnapped and imprisoned them, and subsequently starved them to death in the dungeon of the castle. Can you find anything to beat that as worst Christmas ever? That was a classic Christmas jape, I mean, There's a lot of sibling rivalry at Christmas. That when it really comes out, it really puts the strain on families. But that I believe is taking is taking it too far kidnapping and starving your siblings to death.
2: I think uh, I was quite lucky not to be imprisoned and starved to death uh, by you or our brother any not for, family not for, Christmas. Not for
1: want of trying, let me tell you that.
2: It's because Dad wouldn't let us in the cellar and we didn't
1: have another dungeon. I tell you who else had a bad Christmas. Emperor Leo V. Um, in 1820, he was assassinated in Constantinople. Um, he was attending a matin service when a group of assassins disguised as monks... Threw Aww. off their robes and drew their weapons.
2: They throw off their robes. Did yep. they really do that, or is that you're just dramatising it as if it's die hard or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on the internet, Helen, so it must be a fact.
2: Sure, yeah, yeah. That's the world we live in now. What, uh, what were they assassinating him for? Did he uh,
1: choose the wrong well, set uh, menu at the uh, uh, Christmas dinner? That is possible. Uh, I mean, it was a bit of a dispute over who should be uh, running the gaff. But to make it an even worse Christmas than just being assassinated, uh, the uh, assassin- assassinators uh, then uh, got hold of his four sons and castrated them all oh. to end the family line. That is a bad Christmas.
2: Is it because uh, they did not want to have nieces and nephews?
1: Uh, well, I guess, I mean, it can spiral out of control, doesn't it? It gets expensive at Christmas because
2: yeah. kids are really capitalist and greedy.
1: Another fascinating historical Christmas event, 1826, the Eggnog Riot at the United (laughs) States Military Academy.
2: (laughs) Because people finally realised
1: that eggnog is disgusting. Uh, Well, it concluded... We want Baileys! We (laughs) want Baileys! It concluded on Christmas Day, 1826, having begun the previous evening. That's a long time to be rioting about eggnog. It's really gross.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they overheated it so it's basically scrambled egg with booze in it. That's the risky run. Well,
1: you can understand why a lot of uh, military students might um, also known as the grog mutiny. Hmm. Um, apparently at West Point in uh, in New York.
2: How was no one made a film of this?
1: I don't know. That I mean, that appears to be a a slice of I mean, you could probably drag that out over of, eight of series of decreasingly interesting <laughs> television, as tends to be the case nowadays.
2: Maybe it's because there'll be a lot of white fluid sloshing around on screen and. Um, it's hard to get that past the censors sometimes.
1: Resulted in a load of court-martials. Really? When you're getting court-martialed over eggnog, that's... that's
2: Choose a different enemy than <laughs> than the eggnog. Just don't drink it, it's fine.
1: Um, good Christmas, 1914. Uh, not so good either side of it, but the famous football match in No Man's Land between uh, Britain and uh, Germany, FC. Um, Who won? I don't know, Chris, you're a a football fan. Do you know uh, what the final score was on that? There is no documentation of any outcome or how many outbreaks of this game that there were across the uh, front.
2: Yeah, whether it was just uh, a five-a-side or whether it was all of the soldiers. We
1: don't even know how they interpreted the offside rule. Right, well, you you say that, and we have another delve into the uh, British National Sound Archives now. From the special Christmas Day 1914 edition of the Football Phone in 606... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you do know I used to produce this show. Alan! Uh, yeah, it's uh, David, uh, I just wanted to say I thought the referee was absolutely appalling today. He let the Germans get away with murder out there, which absolutely I thought the boys put up a good effort and we uh, were really really let down by the officials. Awful. And there was Bob Ware on the pitch as well. There we go. More tomorrow. Don't forget to listen to the Bugle review of the year 2022 in two parts in your pod feed now.
0: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from rust Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way.